the Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. This is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted sidekick, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sporting action every Friday from 7 till 8. Good evening, HWD Hospital Radio. Hope all is well. Good evening, my car. Good evening, Helen. Good evening, Ali, as well. And just about, good evening, Danny Shaw. Hey, up, mate. I'm earlier than sometimes when I've been working from home. To be fair, you actually are. Yeah. But I was, um, what's the word? Uh, touching cloth a little bit, maybe? I was scared you weren't going to arrive, Danny. Yeah, oh, I know that feeling all too well, my friend. <laughs> It was very scary. I've been preparing to do a show all by myself. I'm getting really sweaty, really hot and bothered. And then, like a hero that he is, he turns up through that door, last second, ready for the Kane Hall Sports Show here at HWD. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Danny, I feel like we've got a bit of a jam-packed show this evening. Uh, a little bit of, yeah, yeah. there's quite a bit of football. There's some big F1 news, yep. which I'm sure you'll take us through. And we've also got to try and fit in some World Champions darts news as well. Yeah, definitely got to go through that. Got to, because it's just been one fantastic tournament so far. Really enjoying it. But first up, Danny, let's go on to our football just after this little jingle. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Danny, shall I get us a, a quiz question for this evening, or shall we just keep it traditional and give it to you? Um... I can do it if you want. Yeah, but, I think you should. But we'll uh, we'll come I th- back I th- to I th- it. I think we'll we'll swing back to it. Yeah, yeah. obviously we'll swing back to it. Um, yeah, yeah. You it's, know, uh... just got a one of sports fans here on the chat box to get ready for that one. Uh, Danny, do you want to start at the bottom of the leagues or do you want to start at the top of the leagues? Um, we've been talking a lot about the top, haven't we? Yeah. Let's go for bottom. Sure. Shall we talk about the friendlies that Liversidge and Brighouse had over last weekend? Or e- evening to you as well, Andy, on the chat box. So. Liversidge, they had one friendly last week, Danny, and they lost to Emily, 2-1 in Emily in the league below. Brighouse Town, they had two friendlies. They lost to Eccles Hill. Uh, no, sorry, yes, they did. They lost to Eccles Hill United, 3-1 away from home, and they also drew to Steeton, 0-0 away from home. So I'm a little bit disappointed with Brighouse and Liversidge there. Both going to be in action this weekend, Danny. Um, Liversidge, they're away in the FA... Vars third round trophy against Sunderland. Rye, what's it called? Rye Hope or something like that. Rye Hope, that's Rye it. Hope, yeah. Not Sunderland, who are, I mean, they have been going down the leagues, but not, not that dramatically. Sunderland, Rye Hope, so that'd be an interesting one for Liverpool. I'm sure they'll, they'll come through it. And Brighouse Town, their season is back underway, and they are actually allowed fans in, only home fans, 200 of them, as they host Workington AFC. Workington, a very, very good side in that league for Brighouse. And to be honest with you, Danny, I think they might struggle. What do you reckon? Yeah, they will do, yeah. 
Yeah, false. Yeah, it's been uh, well. I mean, th- those are the the kind of results that you want, even if they are in friendlies. But to then go back into competitive uh, competitive games and and clearly you're not quite at your best. It, it's it, it's just not what you want to to be happening. Absolutely not, Danny. And as we were going into. Um, last week and we are talking about non-league and how it's come back in action and one of the sides was Halifax Town now they've been doing absolutely fantastically over the past three games that we've seen them play they beat uh, Barnet at home 5-2 Weymouth away 5-1 Aldershot away 3-1 and then they go to Sully Hill Moors during the week and lose 2-1 are we are they going to slip back down again or is it just a bit of a blip of course let's not forget Danny they also didn't play on Saturday, mm. you know, which can have an effect on these teams. You know, they've got momentum yeah. going into that, you know, and it's a bit of a miss. What, what do you reckon? Um, to be honest, I, I know that it's a bit of a rough patch, but I, I think this might be the, the one that turns them back around. Um, I don't know if I'm, if I'm uh, just throwing in just there. I think you might just be throwing in some stuff there. Obviously, they lost to Sullerhill Moors. Yeah, but it's... I don't know. I think they've been doing well before. I think we can just call it a blip. It's just a bit of a blip because yeah. coming up in the FA Trophy, they've got Hartlepool at home, which will be a bit of a tough test. Oh, it's, it's going to be a tough one, but it's it's not one that they're going to be too worried about. Um, I'm, I'm probably thinking more on the uh, uh, the midweek game uh, playing against Eastleigh. Eastleigh. Um, yeah, the, the, the cup game's going to be, I won't say vital, but it's going to be good for them if they, if they get a win out of that. Uh, but they're definitely going to be looking more towards the Eastleigh game, and uh, and I don't know, I, I kind of fancy him to, to turn it back round again. Yeah, I mean Eastleigh and Hartlepool as well, just above Halifax in the league. Eastleigh have only played nine games, and they've got seventeen points, so it's not too bad to be fair compared to the teams around them who've played played thirteen, like Halifax have. So it will be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to see how that one goes, but I just. I don't know if it is a blip or not. For me, I hope it is just a blip, but I think it might just carry on going on that downward spiral. But who knows what will happen? Yeah. Who knows what will happen, Danny? And we will go on to another spiral side in just a moment. Have you got us a quiz question yet? No, you don't. Yes. Do you? Oh, you do. Go on. I'll. I'll go on then. I'm, I'm going to do one from the uh, from the top of my head. Oh, okay. It's not going to be a good one. No, it's not. It's, it's going to be boring. It's going to be terrible. What is the nickname oh. of Crew Alexandra? Oh, what is the nickname of Crew Alexander? I know why you've done this as well. Oh, why? Can, can you remember? No, I won't concentrating on that Zoom quiz. Oh, Danny. So what is the... Oh, right, chat box. What is the nickname of the football club Crew Alexander. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Right, Danny, Bradford City finally listened to us yeah. and got rid of Stuart McCall during the week. Yeah. About time, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, uh, they've brought him in to save him, to turn him back around, but it's not happening. And uh, fair enough, end of last season wasn't great, but it was kind of expected because of the run that they were on. So you're looking to him to sort of start things back up again um, with the new season. And it seemed to start quite well with a 2-1 win away at Bradford. Um, so uh, At Bolton, sorry. Um, <laughs> Bradford at Bolton. And it, you, you're thinking, 
you know, this might be the turnaround. Fair enough, Bolton have dropped down. They weren't exactly great, but they made some good signings and, and they're looking to turn it back around to Bolton. So going to their place, winning 2-1, fantastic. Then it were a little bit patchy, fair few draws, and it's just looked... It's just gotten worse since then. He's gone downhill, Danny. Yeah. The last time they won in the league was the 3rd of November against Southend at home, who are rock bottom. Yeah. And that was a 3-0 victory. The game after that, that the one was in the FA Cup to Tunbridge Angels away, which won 7-0. But you'd expect a professional... Yes. ...full-time football inside to beat the part-time side. Yeah, definitely. So that is, you know, we'd expect that. But since then, it's just been awful. Yeah. Awful. They've got two points out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. Yeah. Two points out of nine games. That's that's terrible. That is relegation form. Um, but obviously this is the, the start now of something new. I believe they, they drew in midweek. They certainly did. They drew to Crawley. Crawley which was actually which is a good result. It's not a bad result, Danny. Crawley are above them. But to get yeah. a one-all draw mm. at Crawley, um, I think... For the way Bradford have been recently, it's not a bad effort. I believe the under under eighteens managers in charge at the minute, um, but they, you know they've got to find someone. Quick. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, unfortunately, they can't have Sam Allardyce because he's gone to West Brom. No, you know he'd have been perfect <laughs> in that situation. Um, would big Sam, but again, Danny, they lose three one at Oldham, um, and then draw away to Crawley. Mixed bags okay. Oldham are on a little little bit of a run. Yeah, but. You know, you still want to see a bit more fight for them. So it's just, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? You, yeah. Sometimes you find it hard to explain what sort of things are going on in, you know, football in terms, especially when someone like Bradford, a team like Bradford, is so low down in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, it's hard to know sort of what's gone wrong. You know, is it the players that weren't listening to uh, to Mr McCall? Was he just giving them the wrong directions um, in terms of sort of like games uh, that they've been playing? It's it, it's one of those where you kind of don't want to see a manager get sacked after what ten months that he were there, but it was brought in to change uh, the fortunes, and nothing's changed. In fact. You could argue that they got worse um, from the Boyer days, <laughs> yeah. which is something that probably wow. you yourself would not have expected. To, no, I wouldn't have expected to, to go that bad, but it, it certainly has. But Danny, they're coming up against Cambridge United tomorrow at home, and then they are away against Grimsby on the twenty-second as well. Are we expecting something a little bit more from the from these two games, or are we still going to expect the same old? Ratford that we know at the minute. Well, now Cambridge are in the top Ca- six. Cambridge are doing well. It's going to be difficult for them to, uh, to to necessarily win that one. They might be able to get a draw out of that, which would be another good result. Um, but then looking at that uh, that trip to Grimsby, I think that's the game. It's a massive game. That's Grimsby a game. Ju- literally just above them yeah. in the table, Danny. And it, that could be huge for yeah, their season. That's that's massive. Let, let's not forget there's, uh, over these next two games or however long it is until Bradford bring in their, uh, their new manager, um, unless they, they choose to give uh, the under-18 coach uh, the job. We don't know. It we don't could know potentially that. happen. But these players are now playing for the shirt. Um, there's going to be maybe some disgruntled players that are going to get back into the team. Yeah, could be. Could um, be. Or it could just it could be the same eleven, and they're thinking, hold on, and there's a new manager coming in. Mm. You know, I might lose my spot here. I might 
you know, fade off into the distance, never be, to be heard of again um, in Bradford colours. So let's, you know, go out and put on a show. So that's the hope that that's what's going to happen. That's going to turn them round um, until the new manager comes in, and then hopefully he brings in the right style of play that these players are going to play with, and you know, get themselves back up that table. Fair enough, they might only be looking at mid-table finish this season, but it's better than what uh, what it looks like it's going to be anyway. Certainly, I couldn't agree more with you there, Danny. Um, Helen says, I want to sue Bradford City for mental stress. I agree with that one. Um, myself and Danny, I've put in our CVs for the job there. Danny, uh, I want him to be my assistant as I take over as head coach, but we'll let you know how that one goes. We're going to head over to North Yorkshire, Harrogate Town. Morecambe away. I was really disappointed. I wanted at least a point there, but to lose 1-0... Yeah. It's a little bit disappointing. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, uh, we discussed Morecambe last week and, you know, sort of said that it is kind of a bit of a fortress yeah. over there. Um, that they seem to be on good form at home uh, and that's why they're sort of <laughs> not getting relegated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. some of their away, away performances, you'd think that they'd yeah, be a team poor, that'd be poor. down there. Yeah. Um, so it were always going to be tough. Yeah. We wanted to see Harrogate go there and and win or you know uh, just, well I would say go there and draw or you know get lucky and get that win but it's not too disappointing of a result when you consider the team that they were playing and where they were playing them now now this now. is <laughs> just it's blown us both away as this one Danny midweek now we're talking about fortresses yeah Morecambe's definitely a fortress yeah now Exeter City in League 2 they're a team to be feared and Harrogate went all the way down there and got a 2-1 victory, Danny. Yeah. What a result that is. That is an incredible result because Exeter, as they have been for, for the past however many seasons it is now, maybe four or five, are looking to get promoted into League One. They, you know, it, it's pretty much a, a right for them at this moment in time to be a League One side uh, for how long they've been battling to get back up there. But Harrogate who've, you know, just popped up from National League, you know, decided to go down there and give it a go. Yeah, it, I saw some amazing celebrations yeah. on the coach journey on the way home as well, Danny, <laughs> all, all having a good uh, few tinnies there. Oh, yeah. Um, but like you were saying, mate, yeah, it just amazing result for Harrogate that really could turn them around oh yeah definitely so because that is a that is a massive scalp uh, for where especially where Harrogate are in the table um, in accordance to, uh, to to where Exeter are and they are or they were fourth uh, I believe at the beginning mm. of that game and it's it's a testament to you know the fact that that Harrogate do have a good mentality in the camp. They have to do. Yeah, it um, shows that they can do it. They can yeah. compete at this level. Yeah. Now, they've not been in trouble like Bradford City are. No. Not at all. But it, it is a massive result, and that really could turn their fortunes around because recently it's not been that great. But it, it's a massive achievement for Harrogate to go all the way down there, get a victory like that. Now, this weekend, Danny, they're at home and they're playing against their... Um, I wouldn't say local rivals but they've become a bit of a rival hmm. since Salford City were taken over by the class of 92 of Manchester United there's always seemed to be Harrogate they had a bit of money Salford they had a bit of money coming up through the non-league system both of them two were head to head going all the way through it, and now they finally reach each other in the football league it is a massive game yeah definitely as you say there's there is that for the rivalry um 
Okay, so I suppose we can't forget uh, red red rose, white rose. Yes. There's there's still a bit of that. Red rose, white rose. Red red rose, white red rose. Red rose, white rose. Yeah, I've got to put white rose first though. White rose, red yes. rose. Of course. Um, <laughs> of course. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so there is a bit of that, but at the same time. It's it's two teams that are trying to get three points. So whether there is a, a rivalry or not, it, it's going to be a taste game anyway. Yeah, um, it's going to be a good one. Salford, as you say, they've got uh, got the man at this moment in time. Is Paul scores? Or have they? Oh, I can't remember if they've. Uh, I can't remember if they've hired a manager. Oh dear. I'm having a bit of a oh Danny 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 bit of a a brain block at this moment in time I can't believe you've come in like that it is Paul Scholes who is still still the coach at the minute with Richie Wellens as his assistant yeah so you know I I were there I were there and thereabouts you were there but Danny I were right I just I doubted myself because you did did doubt yourself (laughs) you did doubt yourself but I think we spoke about them the other week yeah and they've got some fantastic players in there yeah definitely George Boyd Ian Henderson Darren Gibson, I tell you what, you know, some Tom Clark. Oh yeah. oh yeah, they've got some brilliant players there, but I don't think they were doing that well at the beginning of the season, and that's why we were talking about them. Um, that well, they sat the manager, they got Paul Scholes in to, to sort of take over. Um, I, I'm assuming as a caretaker, caretaker as a full time. Yes, yeah. Uh, but you never know. I mean, he did have a a, a go with uh, Oldham, I believe. Yes, he went first. to Oldham, and then uh, he left after about three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you never know. He might uh, might end up being there in the uh, in the future. So yeah, this is definitely definitely a tough game with uh, with what Salford have got. But I can't rule out get out. No, I certainly can't, Danny. We've had well. Not exact, exactly an answer yet for the quiz question, yeah. but I think Andy and Mike are, might have just got it. Andy says, this is an easy one this week. Uh, I'm off the rails, Mike. Uh, you only get one point. Uh, Ali, train your brain. Um, <laughs> Andy put uh, Andy Booth. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mike, I'll put, lost track of this one. So I think in, uh, we have an idea, and Ali's put train spotters. Um, so I think uh, we might understand yeah. what's going on with this one, but for some reason, still can't get it in my brain. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. Huddersfield Town. Yes. Um, just terrible last weekend. Five 0 loss oh, yeah. to Bournemouth away. Um, obviously, there was a lot of changes in that game. Yeah. As we would expect. Now let's let's not get it wrong. Huddersfield Town, they're not there to win the league. They're not no. there to find the playoffs. They're there in to get into the league and change the way they play. They're trying to change their philosophy philosophy. Yeah. Now, would you go to Bournemouth and play your strongest squad, bearing in mind the way the season is this year? Compact, tight, lot of games. Um probably not, to be fair. It's it's kind of a throwaway. Um, of course it is. You know, uh, definitely an opportunity to to play some uh, some youngsters, uh, some players that may be on the fringes that that you know might have an opportunity to to get back into the team. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, it, it's an embarrassing loss, but at the same time, it's an expected loss. Of course, it's an expected so, loss. Yeah, yes, it's know. five nil. But let's not forget, most of them players were playing in the Premier League last season. Yeah. They're oh, one yeah. of the favourites to go up. I know Huddersfield Town have not got a squad. Yeah, they've no depth in their squad. We've got a decent eleven. After that, we struggle. Yeah, I would say even sometimes in that eleven, we still struggle. Oh yeah. But the the way Carlos has been playing the the 
the way we have and been developing these players is fantastic. But we go to Bournemouth not to win that game. No. We go there to play it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes fans forget about that. Chatbox, I don't know if you agree with us, or certainly me, but Bournemouth, that's a free gift, whatever. Just play whatever. Yeah. Just don't lose too much. Okay, 5 nils pretty bad. But let's not forget there were still some big players in that game that made mistakes. Yeah. Naby Sarr, Harry Toffolo, two of them. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But then, you know, you've got Coventry midweek. It's a more winnable game. Yeah. The side is a lot different. Six changes again. And it's a nil-nil draw. Yeah. What do you make of that? Um, it's probably more disappointing than the 5-0. <laughs> would, would you say so? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't think Coventry are, uh, are a bad side. Um, they're a team that are in and around probably where Huddersfield Town are. Um, I don't think they're that far behind. No, they're very, very um, similar, Danny. And, and Coventry... You know they've they've had some some decent results so far this season, so they're definitely no pushovers. No, it, their home form's really good. Yeah, definitely. But I think you'd have liked liked a couple of goals at least. You know, even if it were a one-all. Yeah, maybe would like a couple of goals, but without play, without knowing you're playing Coventry, do you take one point and a clean sheet away from home? Oh yeah, definitely. See that that's you know I see a lot of fans on Twitter getting annoyed. I'm like, well, actually. It's a point away from home mm. and it's a clean sheet. Our young goalkeeper coming through the system has kept another clean sheet yeah. in the championship. Yeah. That's, that, we can't forget about that. Isaac and Benza had more tape on him, on his <laughs> legs, than half of my DIY jobs. Yeah. You know, they, they look tired to Huddersfield Town. They really do look tired. Yes, it's a new regime under Carlos. There's a lot of extra fitness that we expect, you know. The team is fast, ferocious. They're up in your face. They press a lot. They are bound to be tired. And I just think it's getting to that point over Christmas that that's why they might have struggled against Coventry on Wednesday night. Yeah. Obviously, get a battering at Bournemouth. You're going to be upset about that one. But I still take the point. Yeah. I'm happy with it. And I suppose when you think about, as well, uh, that nil-nil draw away at Coventry is coming after the battering at Bournemouth. It, it kind of does make it like a decent result, which I suppose it is when you when you think about it. But I, I mean, I totally understand where you stand. You you want some goals from that. You would expect yeah. a little bit more. But let's just think: it is a very small squad, mm. or well, a squad that's not good enough to compete week in week out um, because we don't have the depth. The young players that played just not really good enough. Yeah. Um, Mike says uh, a poor all-round performance I agree and he says squad depth for concern definitely is yeah. and that's what we're trying to get in terms of Bournemouth have got a big squad they've got some good players in there yeah oh yeah definitely um, I mean even if Bournemouth weren't doing so well this season just the calibre of player that they've got in there um, calibre of player there you yeah, go Danny is enough to make you think well that's a tough game it, you know Huddersfield Town on the best day would still find it difficult um, because of the like we said, the quality that Some they've the got quality, yeah like we say yeah. what did they spend 50 million on Philip Billing the other year yeah and if, what was he sat on the bench yeah yeah that, but that's the sort of money that's been thrown around down at Bournemouth recently yeah um, Andy says the general hog is a massive plus this year yes he's playing very well but will he play very well tomorrow Danny at home to Watford and by the way HWD Hospital Radio will be providing you match day commentary live from the John Smith Stadium with yours truly Kane Hall um, so make sure you stay tuned for that one Sports Time tomorrow at 2pm where everything kicks off but Danny massive game 
but going to struggle. Uh, oh yeah, definitely going to struggle. Another one of the teams up top of the table. Um, still a lot of uh, Premier League players uh, within the ranks. So yeah, it's not going to be easy for Huddersfield Town. But I suppose the one saving grace is this is now a home game. Um, you know, it's fair enough. There's no fans, but there's still going to be a bit of a home feeling. It's still going to be um, a game that Huddersfield Town and their players are going to want to win. It's it's going to be tighter than the uh, the five 0 Bournemouth, or at least I hope it is. Um, and I think, you know, I think Huddersfield Town could surprise us um, against Watford. And yeah, they could the do. As well. They could do. But I'm just looking at their recent results. Um, last three games that Watford have played, they've drawn one and won two. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Respectively, that was Rotherham. Rotherham. Rotherham, Rotherham, I can't even say, but still, and Birmingham, who the beat, and then they drew at home to Brentford during the week. I think they're coming in a bit of a, a bit of a better, better bit of form. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you can't, yeah, you definitely can't dispute that. Um, I mean, <laughs> and what for the third in the league as well? Yeah, oh, yeah. The, la- the the teams that came down from the Premier. Premier League last season are in the top three this year so far yeah. in the Championship and we've just played one of them Bournemouth yeah. lost heavily and now we've got Watford yeah. it's going to you know end of the day it's going to be a struggle oh yeah it's definitely going to be difficult like we were saying about form looking at the teams that they've played over the past three and the teams that Huddersfield Town have played um, you'd fancy maybe Watford would, would get maybe six points uh, whereas Huddersfield got four, so I suppose that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, maybe seven points if you know they got that draw at Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, you don't know which way that's going to go. Whereas Huddersfield Town, you know, maybe maybe they would have got seven points if they'd have played Watford's could have done games. Who knows? So you know. Who knows, Danny? We, we, we don't know. I think it's going to be a much tighter game. Yeah, than Bournemouth. It's going to be a tough one. I'm going to make sure. I, I saw a heater earlier. Um, at one of the local supermarket shops. I'm not going to say which one it is, because yeah, they don't pay me to say it. So, um, And I saw a heater, I thought, oh, wow, that heater would look very nice yeah. under my feet this weekend. Yeah, definitely warm up f- a bit, Everett Lopes and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I like did, it, it. did I get it right? No. Oh. There's no need to throw your pen, is there? <laughs> I've got to right, go. there's no need for that. I've got to go get that now. Yeah, you I, do. I can't think of any others. It's the only uh, model that I could think of anyway. Yeah, I had a little think, but it just didn't come out right. Uh, Andy says, another tough one. It certainly is. Can I help with carrying equipment if you want? I mean, yeah, but you will be allowed in the stadium. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Wow, what a victory last week for Leeds United. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Wow, I tell you what. There's Five... Two at yeah. home to Newcastle. Especially the way that the game, the game went as well. Yeah, but let's not forget, last Friday they did play as well. Unfortunately, they lost at home to West Ham 2-1. But we can forget about that because they had a massive result against Newcastle during the week, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. 2 was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And they played so well. Oh, absolutely. And this this is going to be one of the teams that, that we fancy Leeds United come the end of the season are going to be in and around with Newcastle Newcastle not exactly a bad team um, obviously it looks like a bad result but they've still been picking up points uh, of Newcastle and I think they're only uh, you know a few behind Leeds now um, after the uh, after the the, the pummeling that they kind of took in the second half against Leeds um, the manner of which Newcastle went 1-0 up they certainly did yeah Leeds United equalised 
I can't remember, but did Newcastle go 2 1 up then? No, or Leeds did Leeds United go 2 1 up? Two, one up. And uh, Kieran Clark got themselves back into the game Newcastle for Newcastle. Um, and then the yeah. the magician. A little bit of magic, yeah. The magician himself, Pablo Hernandez, came on in the 82nd minute, Danny. Yeah. In the 85th, he got an assist. In the 88th, he got an assist as well. Yeah. Um, just the goals were fantastic. Rodrigo, his header was absolutely beautiful. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. Great bowling by Jack Harrison, who scored an absolute worldie on 88 minutes. Ran from his own side, on half of the pitch. Ran about 60 yards and belted one in from 30 yards out. Top bins, absolutely stunning, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, there have been a lot of people raving about that goal. I think it even spurred Gary Lineker on yeah, uh, to I put something onto Twitter uh, saying that he absolutely loves watching this uh, this Leeds team play, which... I, I think, mean, who doesn't? I think, I think we all do. Who doesn't? They've been an absolute delight. Win or lose, they've had a good season. They've been very, very, very good. football. But what I, want, what I noticed as well, Danny, when Aliaski scored in the 85th minute, 85th minute... Um, Newcastle are trying to defend here. There's about two defenders or from Newcastle, two or three. There's about six Leeds United players yeah. counter-attacking from a corner hmm. in the 85th minute. That How much desire is that? Oh, It's just d- ridiculous. Desire, fitness as well, which is massive in a Bielsa team. Um, it's, it's what you want to see. You don't, you don't want to see it get to about 80 minutes and, you know, one team's a goal up or whatever and uh, just kick it into a corner and just try and stay here and you know try and hold the ball up while three defenders try and kick lumps out of here and you get a free kick and yada 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 it's boring you want to see it just hoofed up you know even if it's hoofed up players chasing running after it something exciting Yeah, Uh, playing it around as well but it's just so entertaining to watch Leeds they they really are entertaining I think Mike has just commented about the Huddersfield Town saying that just needs some consistency needed oh yeah so much Mike now talk about Leeds being entertaining this year what a game they've got this weekend yeah Manchester United away at Old Trafford could you imagine Danny if fans were allowed in what an even bigger game that would be! Yeah, definitely. But I, I think uh, I think I'd more be looking forward to uh, Ellen Road. Oh, Ellen Road would be if the fans are allowed back in because that crazy. would be absolutely bouncing. It certainly would. Even with only two thousand fans in there, oh. it'd be absolutely bouncing. I mean, I'm not a lead season ticket or anything like that, but I'd want a seat for that game. Oh yeah, definitely. I'd want a seat for it because it'd just be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, what do you make? How do you think this game's going to go? I have no idea. <laughs> we just can't tell. And, and, and I mean that in the best way possible. You just can't tell because Manchester United are just, well, seem to be all over the place. Yes, they are yeah. six in the league, but they are so un- inconsistent. And Leeds yeah. United, well, you know, obviously they're one of the lower teams in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, they do lose. But they do perform so well as... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no idea what's going to happen. At the moment, Manchester United uh, are doing really well away from home. But at home, they they are looking very vulnerable. Some of their like shock results have come uh, from home as well. So, you know, who better than Leeds United to go there and uh, and really upset them? And this is the first time that they'll be facing each other in the top flight since February two thousand and four. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I think the last time these two met was it when uh, Jermaine Beckford scored in the FA yeah, Cup? FA Cup, yeah, third of January a few years ago. Was and it twenty twelve? Oh, that's a question. I know it was the 3rd of January, and that's about the best I can give you. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think it might have been. No, it must have been before. Must have been before that because it were. Uh, Two thousand eight. It might have been because it were League One. Yeah. League One days when uh, when they did that, and um, yeah, were a particular Leeds United fan friend of mine um, who might be listening we don't know might be I don't it, know it's, uh, it's all I remember them talking about for the for the 10 years afterwards even I, though I wasn't yeah. a Man United fan yeah still talking about it now my car says it depends which team will turn up for Manchester United I believe yeah I think yeah. I couldn't agree more so, yeah simply put yeah re- really is simple but Leeds have got enough speed to cope with Rashford Greenwood and Martial yeah. depending on which of them front three turn up Danny Shall we do our little game? We can indeed. I think we might as well. Uh, do you want to repeat the uh, quiz question? The quiz question. I mean, I think... I, I think everybody remembers it. Everybody remembers it. Everybody's put a guess in. But yeah, let's let's have it again. Yeah. So Just wh- in case. Uh, have you got it, Ken? I think so. Oh, you think you've, you think I, you've got it? Yeah, one? I think so. I, yeah. Well, it takes me a bit of time, doesn't <laughs> it? I've had a busy day. What is Painting. the nickname for the football team Crew Alexandra? What is the nickname for the football team Crew Alexander? Danny! Let's go. Let's go. On, let's so, go. the results from last week. Leeds, West Ham, we both went Leeds. Obviously, mm. it didn't go well. Yeah. No points for either of us. Bournemouth versus Huddersfield. We both went for Bournemouth to win that one. However, we did go a bit closer than 5-0, so we both get 10 points and nothing more. Morecambe versus Harrogate. You went for the draw. Um, very, um, yeah. what's the word, optimistic. Yeah, I think uh, so. But yeah, I think you had every right it to go for the draw. It's not a bad show, is it, really? No. I went for Morecambe. I went for 2-0. I didn't feel good about it, but I felt felt good about it at full time. Well, Obviously, yeah. it was 1-0, so I only get 10 points. So yeah. that means I take 10 points off of your 30-point lead from last yeah. week. Oldham versus Bradford. You went 3-0. I went 3-1. Do you remember the score? 3-1. It was 3-1. So oh, that's 30 no. points for me and 10 points for you so that's your lead cut to nothing so we are now level going into the midweek game starting at Crawley versus Bradford we both went for Crawley to win that one and of course Bradford won so that means neither of us got any points Exeter and Harrogate we both went for Exeter yeah. absolutely storm that one and Harrogate won so neither of us get any points I need to find some points from somewhere here don't I <laughs> Solihull Moors versus Halifax we both went for Halifax rather handsomely and of course they lost as well so that made it nil nil Coventry versus Huddersfield. Now you'll notice that I've missed Leeds out because there is some points in that one. Oh. Coventry versus Huddersfield. Neither of us got any points. You went for Huddersfield 2-1 and I went for Huddersfield 1-0 and it was 0-0. Yeah. So no points. Leeds versus Newcastle. 5-2 was the result. One of us has 10 points, one of us has 15 points. Can oh. you remember your score? I can't remember what I had for my dinner. Definitely not. You said 1-0, so no. you get 10 points. And I said 5... Uh, no, I didn't say 5-2. I said 5-2 for a different game. Ah. <laughs> ah. I said 3-0. So I got get, I got oh. my 15 points. I got the 5 points for the for the 3 goal swing. Oh. Which means I got no. 65 points. You got 30 points. I have turned the 30-point deficit into a... F- Plus five. And this is... A, last week, didn't you say how I went in front and then and then it just ended? I, I, I ran away with it then. 
It's going to happen again, isn't it? It might, it might not. But that, that was from the beginning of the season last yeah, time. Yeah, but it's come on. We don't know, we don't know. Um, good evening, Martin, and good evening, Dave, to you as well. Martin says, Jonathan won't get linked as the next Bradford manager. Wouldn't take him. He's not done a great job with Middlesbrough. Just saying. Yeah, true. Saying that, though, that's that's championship compared to League 2. Still. Yeah, I'm just saying. You never know. If you're a good manager, you do it any league. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Would you say that Eddie Howe's not a good man? Well, because uh, he... No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Eddie Howe did get Bournemouth from League 2 to the Premier League. Yeah, true, but he struggled in the Premier League and he got him relegated last mm, yeah, season. Yeah, but then you need backing, don't you? Yeah, OK, no. No? OK. Um, so, we've got ten games... Ten games! ...this week. Surprising, right. considering Christmas is a bang on in the end there. Yeah, well, we best crack on then, aren't we? Yes. HTFC Huddersfield Town... Play oh, this is hard with, at home. With HWD Hospital Radio doing live country tomorrow from the John Smith Stadium with yours truly, Kane Hall. It's going to be a tough one to uh, decide. Um, Watford 3 1. Oh dear. That's nasty, is that? That is nasty. That's rude, is that? I'm going to surprise you. You're going for this field? No. Oh. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going for a draw. I'm going to go for uh, the same amount of goals as you, but split evenly. Two apiece. Oh, okay then. Bradford versus Cambridge. Um, Cambridge will win this one 2-1 two, one. Yeah, I'm going to go 2 And one. are you going to go 2-1 to Bradford? Uh, I am not oh. No, I'm going to go for another draw A draw? Draw, draw, draw Are you sitting on fence this week? No, I've, there's there's method behind the madness Okay I'm going for nil-nil Bradford uh. versus Cambridge Nil-nil That's a little bit disgusting Harrogate versus Salford um, Harrogate Town to pip this one late 1-0 Oh. oh, John yeah. said to score. Sim- similar feelings. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go two one. Oh, you're going two one. Go two, Harrogate. Two one to Harrogate. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe we've both gone for Harrogate. Yes. Right? Halifax versus Hartlepool. Um, Halifax two nil. Two nil. Yeah. To Halifax. Yeah, two nil. I'm probably going to surprise you again here because I, I, if this was a league game I think I would go for Halifax would you? but because it's a cup, cup game, game you're going for I'm Hartlepool. going to go for Hartlepool well you can't go for a draw can you? well you can but no uh, point well I, I, well no I can because it'd be 90 minutes and then it'd yeah, but... carry on for the okay alright yeah like, like betting <laughs> I know I know what we're all doing right, it's all fine right, all but right. Hartlepool I'm going to go for them to go 2-1 I think I think 2-1 uh, for Hartlepool because it's a cup game. <laughs> yeah, because it's a cup game. <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, I made a bit of a mess of it here, but Brighouse versus Workington. For some reason, I put Workington as the home team. Why would you do that? I even Just... made a little rhyme in my head because I, I looked at them yeah. before I wrote them okay. down and it was yeah. Workington away mostly at home that's um, a lovely rhyme it just yeah. it fits well, perfectly well, not a rhyme but a tune I right suppose. oh yeah I can hear the tune duh 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 it's a great, great tune is that what I don't know I Workington don't even know. will win that one Workington okay just get with it Danny come on what score yeah. I am with it alright I'm trying to Four figure nil. out what you mean about your tune well about my tune did I tune to it da 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 Oh, that's it. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cheers. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm going to sleep so much better We're, tonight. Working, like, as is everyone else. Working at home, mostly away. <laughs> What's your score, score prediction, man? I don't know. I'm focusing too much on the tune. Well, don't focus on the tune. Bring out <laughs> We'll leave that to Simon next. Yeah, Workington are going to... You can focus on the tune. Workington are going to win 2-0. Uh, Simon's Sunderland. just smirking at me like, oh. 
Sunderland, the Mackhams versus Sunderland Rye Liversidge. Uh, Liversidge, uh, 5-1. Oh, 5-1. Yeah. I'm going to revert to my trusted like, like Liversidge like score, which is 4. Oh, was it 4-1? Yes, it was 4-1. Oh, yes. yeah. 4-1, I'm going to go back to that one. one. My trusted Trust one. Trust it. Now it's the big one. Man United versus oh, Leeds. Oh, huge. Helen says leave Danny alone. I've not even said oh. Um, Manchester United will win this one. 2-1. We're going to go 2-1. Yeah, I think so. I might surprise you again. Oh, go on then, I dare you. Leeds oh, to Leeds. win this one. No way, really. Yeah. Oh, what a score? Three oh. two. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. That's a little bit disgusting. Three two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Mosley versus Brighouse. Uh, Mosley one nil. One nil. Yeah, one nil. I think. I'm, I'm gonna go. That's what I'm gonna say anyway. Gonna go three nil. Mosley. Three nil. Yeah. Mm. Mosley aren't great, but just over at Pennines is that one. Yeah. A bit of a derby. Bit of a derby. Bit but of a derby. I think. Uh, I think Brighouse need needed more than the break. Mm. I think they need a new season. If I'm being honest. Grimsby versus Bradford. Um. Oh, it's a massive one. Is that? It's huge. Um. I think Bradford might just get this one. 3-1 just just get it yeah with a score line or two <laughs> I, I'm gonna yeah. I wanna go for the trusty 2-1 the trusty uh, well yeah this is trusty 2-1 trusty 2-1 I thought you were gonna say 2-1 and it were gonna upset me yeah well I knew you liked the 2-1 that's why I couldn't that's go why for you, it you've, yeah you've obviously that's why I couldn't go for just it for the just 3-1 right yeah cause you I'm not allowed to go for 2-1 it's like the unwritten rule and then finally oh Halifax versus Eastleigh Halifax Town 2 Eastleigh 2 Oof. Yeah, no, interesting that. It just fell out. I like that. Yeah, it just fell out. I like that. Martin Sharp says, what about Phil Packerson to return to Bradford? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I yeah, would. I don't see why not. I would. Very successful manager. Mm. But then again, so was Stuart McCall when he was at Bradford. Well, yeah, that is a very good <laughs> point, Danny, so maybe not. But I'd say yes, but I, I'd yeah. I'd def- say yes for Definitely. This, for, for look look at what Phil Parkinson did. Give, him, give, give, him, give it to Parkinson end of season. Parkinson, yeah. yeah. Too right. Halifax versus Eastleigh. I'm gonna go uh, I'm going to go with my gut I'm going to stick with Halifax Halifax again and I'm going to go 2-1 righty home well that is that for this week the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio have you got some Brum Brum racing chat for us got a little bit of Brum Brum good because um, there's been some big news there has been some big news uh, looking back at last week though yes the, of course um, Abu Dhabi Grand Prix there apologies we go, we get that. Abu Dhabi Grand Prix was won by Max Verstappen from Paul um, it was on for a Grand Slam, leading every single lap. But Daniel Ricciardo took that from him on the yeah. final lap with the with <laughs> the fastest did, lap. Certainly did, didn't he? That were brilliant. That Love because, a bit of that. Um, Verstappen were going in once after he'd finished, and we're getting congratulations over the yeah. radio. Oh, and Max, you got the fastest lap. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, you didn't. He no. <laughs> <laughs> didn't look down at his uh, thing when he told it. Well, to be fair, when he said that. He'll probably have said that as Max Verstappen f- finished, yeah. so as he crossed the line, so it was probably true at the time that yes. Christian Horner was saying it. But then by the time he finished saying it, uh, Ricardo's <laughs> gone over the line and he's got fastest lap. Uh, but brilliant! He, he was pretty much. I uh, don't like to say it, but it, it were a 
kind of boring. Uh, was the, yeah, it was, was the last the, one. Yeah, it was. There's not much going on for it, especially when someone uh, leads like that for so yeah. long. We needed a red. We needed a safety. Need car, a safety car. Yeah, definitely make it more interesting. I, I think to be fair, leading up to the race, there were a lot of a lot of fans that were sort of saying, you know, why is this the the last race that we sort of see at the end of the season? Because historically, it has kind of been a boring race. It's generally, you know, there's not been that many exciting ones, which I've kind of got to agree with, and it is a bit unfortunate, but you still got to see Max Verstappen winning a race. I haven't seen that for a while. Lewis Hamilton behind Bottas, which is which is nice to see um, yes. every now and then. De- definitely interesting, that one. Yeah, the, uh, the McLarens took third place um, after Sergio Perez had to retire early and stroll. Yeah, that was a little stroll, bit disappointing strolled. for Sergio Perez, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. But there is some good news to come out for Sergio Perez. Yes, there is. Um, but we'll get to that in just we'll, a moment. We'll come to that. You know, let's... Do you want to look down the standings and how uh, it's all finished? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, of course, Lewis Hamilton won the drivers. Yeah. Uh, Valtteri Bottas in second. Yeah. Max Verstappen in third. Sergio Perez in fourth. Daniel Ricciardo in fifth. Is that good for Daniel Ricciardo in that Renault? Uh, Has he overachieved? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that are, that are singing the praises of Perez, and that's well-deserved, but for Ricciardo to be so close to Perez um, in a car that... That isn't anywhere near. It's as nowhere good. near that racing point. Can. No, definitely not. That is an incredible. That just shows you how good Ricardo is. Um, I know he left Red Bull, and it might have been a little bit of a mistake for him. But I think that you know he's going to struggle to get into anywhere else. It's not really going to get into a Ferrari. Mercedes is probably his only option. But then there's George Russell. So oh, yeah. how does he get in there? It, it, it's that's the problem for me. Ricardo's one of the best drivers on the grid but he's not going to get into one of the top seats unfortunately, unfortunately not. not unless McLaren really do bring it next yeah. season and in 6th place for McLaren was Carlos Sainz 7th Alexander Albon Charles Leclerc 8th Lando Norris 9th and Pierre Gasly 10th I won't really go down the rest of them because no. it's just a little bit pointless <laughs> um, but the constructors that's that's where things are a bit more lively Yeah. although we're not looking for 1st 2nd place it's all about the fight for third. Yeah, definitely. Um, because if, if you're looking at the end of last season, you know, if Ferrari ain't getting second, they're getting third. That, that's that's where they are. You know, they are one of the top three, but they're nowhere near. Nowhere near. Six this year, Danny. Yeah. And it was, like you said, McLaren who pipped third to Racing Point, who finished fourth, and Renault, who finished fifth. Yeah. Alfa Tori, seventh, Alfa Romeo, 8th, Haas, ninth, and Williams with no points. Yeah, Ten. unfortunately, kind of expected. Um, Haas have definitely fallen. Um, Alfa Romeo, you know, can take a little bit of happiness from uh, from beating Haas, I think, because uh, Haas have truly fallen down. They started really well um, when they first come into the sport, but they've, they've gone off a bit. But hopefully, exciting times ahead. A brand new team in Mick Schumacher, and Marzipan or whatever his name is <laughs> apologies I do wow. not know his name just wow. yet but I will know That's it for the awful. next uh, for next season he's got a lot of money behind him um, and also a lot of controversy but again that's something that we can look at for next season certainly can Danny one of the new races yes to Sunday we'll be in with Alfa 
will be partnering Pierre Gasly, meaning Kvyat will be leaving the sport, at least for this season. And Alex Albon has lost his seat to Sergio Perez. He has Perez. lost his seat. He's lost he it. will be moving to reserve driver, and Perez, who has had a fantastic season, will be taking, and rightfully so, that spot from Alex Albon. Red Bull, providing they get their car right next year, could really be on the tails of Mercedes, who yeah. Toto Wolff has agreed a new three-year deal. Yes, he has, yes. Certainly That has. was announced today. Yeah, but massive for Sergio Perez in there. At least Albon's still got a reserve seat. Yeah, definitely. Not great. No. Obviously not great because he's lost his seat, yeah. but you know he's still going to be in and around. He's it, in and it? around there, and Perez is getting up there, to be fair, so it might not be too long before we see Albon back in that seat. Yeah, so and I guess it's all just waiting for Lewis Hamilton to agree that he's staying at Mercedes now. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Because we know, we know it's going to happen. Yeah. Because there's no other seats and you're not going to not have Lewis Hamilton racing for you um, because that would just be stupid. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Danny, the world champs, darts, world champs, darts is back. Have you been enjoying it? I've not been watching it. Unbelievable. Uh, the, the only little bit of thing that I've got for it is there's a, a young lad... Um, who took three years out of the sport is it Jamie Lewis Jamie Lewis yes yes he was 2-0 down and won 3-2 yeah Jamie Lewis um, he's been having issues with anxiety over the past yes. past year or so a um, couple of years ago he did very very well in the same tournament he got to the semi-finals but since then he's just been nowhere he's yeah. really struggling he needs to keep hold of his talk out but yes he was 2-0 down and got a fantastic result yeah. winning 3-2 a little, little side note a little bit of a name drop reason why I brought him up I'm also in a competition with Jamie Lewis. Oh, you're in the same competition? In, in a same competition as him, yes. Wow. Um, uh, he beat Luke Woodhouse. Yes, he did. Um, on Thursday. Currently doing a last man standing. Uh, somebody this week won over £5,000. Wow. Near enough 6000 Um on in this thing but it wasn't him <laughs> uh, but we've both joined back up again and we'll be playing again this season yeah I just want to say a massive congratulations to a friend of mine Diego Portella yes who won his first ever game at the World Champs in his fourth year of trying he beat Steve B and who was making a world record himself 30 consecutive years in well maybe not consecutive but 30 years playing at the World Champs nice Beat him 3-0. Diego's been really struggling with depression as well this year. He had a baby daughter who was very ill and his wife and himself have really struggled. So for Diego to come and do that has been absolutely amazing. Diego has got a very exotic... Exotic. Thank you, name. He's from Brazil and has been not... He's found it hard because he's not been able to go to Mm. Brazil as he's struggled with some family issues over there. But amazing for him... Um, Peter Wright has managed to win against Steve West on the first evening keeping his championship alive been some other good results Glenn Durant beating Diego Portillo after Diego won his first round game Daryl Gurney managed to get past William O'Connell which was a very very tight game himself Leisha Ashton unfortunately couldn't get against couldn't beat Adam Adam Hunt who played very very well by the way that game was absolutely fantastic on Wednesday evening I think if the crowd have been in there I think Lisa might have just picked that one Ryan Sell playing very very well yesterday um, beating Danny Lobe the Australian 3-1 Jose D'Souza beat Ross Smith yesterday as well 3-1 keeping his hopes alive and Danny my man John Henderson's playing tonight looking forward to seeing that one as well as Paul Lim 
what a legend he <laughs> is. Um, but first round games are still going on until Sunday. We've not seen Michael Van Gerwen in action yet, but we will do very soon. It's going to be an interesting. We are running over time, so I'm going to quit it up there. But we'll get a little bit more onto the darts next week. So thank you. Oh, sorry, not next week because we won't be here on next Friday. No, we won't. No. But we will be here on Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. Kane and Danny will be back. So until then, we'll say this. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio.